What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? We got another great show for you this week. This week, we, you know what? Before we get into the show, I do want to give a little shout out, a little plug to my friends over at uh, Phoenix Girls Pint Out. Um, they are having a beer tasting event at Transplant City Beer Company. Another one of uh, our friends of the show, Justin and Paul out there in Litchfield Park, Arizona. Join us Wednesday. This is from uh, Phoenix Girls Pine Out, by the way. Join us Wednesday, September 14th at 6 p.m. for a special beer tasting event at TCBC Beer. Tickets include a reception beer, beer flight, tour, Q&A with co-owner Justin and his team, discount code for online merch, and a merch giveaway. Get yours now through the link in their bio on Instagram. And for those of you who do not have Instagram, but do want to partake in the Phoenix Girls Pint Out event at Transplant City Beer, just go to eventbrite.com and search uh, Phoenix Beer, uh, Phoenix Girls Pint Out. And by the way, you do not need a membership or anything to join, and you don't even need to be a woman. You could be a guy, you know, as long as you are, you know, supportive of girls drinking beer. And I mean, come on, who isn't, right? Um, so yeah, uh, every, uh, you know what? And I wish I could go and, and my friend Ronnie, who's one of the co-leaders, um, she invited me to go out and I know Jessica very well. And I know, uh, Jennifer just a little bit. I've met her a couple times. Um, I would love to be there, but I'm going to be out of town that weekend. Just bad timing, bad timing for me. Sucks to be me, right? One of these days I'll make it to a, a Phoenix girls pine out. Cause, uh, Sorcerer Chromatic and I here at Cold Brew Podcast, we are very supportive of all the girls' pine outs all over the nation. So check that out on eventbrite.com. Just search uh, Phoenix Girls Pine Out or Transplant City Beer Company, TCBC Beer, and you can get your tickets. And it's going to be a great, great time out there. So, all right. Uh, as far as the show goes, uh, I, w- <laughs> I recorded remote again. I was uh, in Las Vegas, uh, and it's funny because I talk about I'm going to go over to BrewDog. Well, um, just so you don't have to wait until next week, BrewDog is not open yet in Las Vegas. So I was very disappointed, very, very disappointed. Um, So instead of going to BrewDog, I ended up going to Tap at MGM Grand, which I had a great time, sat next to this couple. one of them was from Fresno. The other one was from Seattle. And uh, so she and I talked for a while because she was a fan of the Giants and the 49ers. And I think that's how it started. I think we were just, you know, chit-chatting. We were at the bar chit-chatting. And next thing I know, she told me she's, uh, uh, she's a Giants fan. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm a Giants fan. Oh, yeah, I'm a Niner fan. I'm a Niner fan, too. It was, it was pretty cool. Um, she and her fiancé were, were cool peeps. So that was a that was a good time. So even though I didn't get to go to BrewDog, still had a, a fun time in Vegas. And um, what what else did we talk about on the show? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, nineteen craft breweries to try if you are in the city of Las Vegas. And at the end, uh, my brother and I we talk about House of the Dragon, the new Game of Thrones episode or series on HBO. All right, that's enough uh, yapping out of me. Search for us on Instagram and untap Cold Brew Podcast.
And here is another episode of Cold Brew. Coming at your pre-recorder from Cold Brew Studios. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yes, we are. How you doing this week, man? Um, I'm doing good. Um, it's my birthday week. Um, we- my older daughter got super sick. She had an ear infection. Mm. I mean, it happens with kids. Right. But you know, the night we, we the night we discovered the ear infection, you know, we were kind of helpless to do anything. You know, we had to write it out. Um, she. She, she was on one, but, uh, you know, she got the antibiotics going and, and, you know, she, uh, she's, she's on the mend and except for a runny nose, you wouldn't guess anything going with her, you know? Right. Yeah. And as you very well know, I used to get ear infections a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. I don't know if you remember cause uh, you're a little bit younger than me, but I mean, I, I've, it's been so long. <laughs> I don't remember how it felt like. I just know that they fucking hurt. I remember. I just didn't care. <laughs> you all this guy crying again? What the hell is he crying about this time? <laughs> oh, if, if y'all out there only knew, like half the pictures of us as a, as a kids, I'm crying and you're looking at me like, what the fuck are you crying about? Or you're asleep. Or you're asleep. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, just real quick. Uh, I'm in uh, the fabulous Las Vegas right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Just for the night. Just real quick. Uh some friends of ours they wanted to do a gambling thing and i had to go to circa uh in downtown las vegas and set up a, um a gambling account so we could gamble throughout the the nfl season but circa is an adult only hotel and you, you get carded as you go in oh wow yeah <laughs> did you go to the pool no no i didn't i just went in came back out when then i went to abel baker brewing and then i came to I, i'm staying at the polo towers which is all right i mean oh. it's small it's cheap it's on the strip, but uh, but the only reason I, I I'm staying here is because I could just walk over to um, Brewdog. So after we're done recording, I'm going over to Brewdog check it out. That's an interesting little trip you're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then tomorrow morning, I'm gonna try to get up uh, as early as possible, and then drive back and then spend the uh, Labor Day holiday with my daughter. So. Oh, okay. When did you, when did you get to Vegas? Today. I drove. I got in. Uh, so. Since I don't live in, in, in Vegas, you have to set it up, uh, um, you know, in person. And then you have to hire a proxy service. So I had to meet the proxy. Um, well, he's a representative of the, of the service. He just gave me a website. And then uh, I go through the website to place the bets. And then they place the bets for me through Circa. And each quarter of the season, we can win up to $250,000. That, that's like the grand prize for every quarter. Um, worst case scenario, we... We lose all our money, you know, kind of in the middle. We make our, we, we make our money back. Hey, real quick. You set my over under ticket. Did you take it? Ah, I forgot. I thought about that driving. No, I do still have it. And it, it's at, at that safe at the house. <laughs> oh, I'm Shoot, almost, really? almost ready just to give you 20 bucks. And then next time I try, I can, I just, I'll, I'll just fucking cash it in and keep the money myself. 
<laughs> my um, uh, uh, try to mail it back to me because we're we're going to Vegas on the twentieth. Oh yeah, I could do that. Yeah, that's no problem, dude. I I got a lot. I'm way by you. You should see my mail pile. <laughs> oh my god, I just there's so much. I have to. I have a lot of beer mail and I got a lot of snail mail. I got to send so. Um, but yours is the easiest. Yours, and then I think Toadman, and then one of our other followers wants um, our stickers, and <laughs> I got them, and I got their addresses. I just don't. Uh, I I just haven't. I don't know. I mean, I'm just fucking so busy, man. And to be honest, it's a pretty lame excuse because just to drop an envelope in a in a PO, in a, bo- a post box is the easiest fucking thing in the world, right? Right. All right, let's get to the beers, man. <laughs> now I'm feeling bad. <laughs> All right. So today I have in front of me from our good friends out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. That would be Abel Baker Brewing Company. I have their legendary Atomic Duck. This is their, I, I assume their flagship. I mean, this is the one I see all the time. People uh, posting about, um, truth be told, I think I, I, well, I had it this last time that I, that I stopped by and I think the time before, but there's just tasters. This is a 16 ounce can. I actually bought a four pack. Um, legend has it that a duck was the only animal to survive the atomic test conducted at the Nevada test site. That duck bested the blast, wandered off and wobbled into a history becoming forever known as the atomic duck. 7% alcohol by volume. It is an IPA. Um, I was just reading off the can, so uh, when I come back and talk about um, my initial tasting, um, I'll try to see what kind of hops are in it. So, without further ado, pop off. Or, yeah, pop off. What do you got? I got from our from our brothers over at Barrel Brothers. Hmm. You ready to there? And and last week you had Booze Brothers. I did, huh? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> You're on a brother's uh, tour. Are you going to have the East Brothers next or whatever they're called? Oh, uh, East Brothers? Maybe. I saw their, uh, their first beer out. Mm, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, I got their Life is Pain Hell's Lager. Mm. For those of you uh, long-time listeners know what's going on, for those of you new listeners, I am searching for the perfect summer lager. Therefore, I'm going off of traditional lager recipes. And here's what this says for this one. Hells. Hells is what brings us together today. <laughs> uh, you know, that's what I thought. The, 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 the little can art guy kind of reminded me of uh, Princess Bride. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the little Pope looking dude? No, no, no. The, the, the main guy. Oh, uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts. Carrie Elwes is a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, we embarked on a quest with, yeah, I don't know how to say this. Lalamand? Uh, Lalamand? Okay. Brewing uh, up uh, perilous cliffs through fire swamps and even stormed the castle to find a true love, or in this case, an innovation and a new lager yeast strain for this light, crisp German style health. It's 5.0% ABV, and the can pretty much has the same thing the website does. So without any further ado, pop off. Oh, by the way, I'm excited because I found my Omegang Game of Thrones little uh, little goblet chalice thing. Ooh, nice. Ooh. 
Very, yeah. very fitting. We're gonna talk about House of the Dragon. I, you know, real quick, uh, little small sneak peek. I like episode two. I, th- <laughs> I thought episode two is better than episode one. I, I kind of uh, peeked ahead on on some uh, reviews, and they said, uh, they said that this night's episode, they, they might have hit the peak early. This might be the best one. Ooh, okay, all right. So, so reading between the lines with no spoiler, uh, there's probably gonna be a big battle. And I'm hoping I mean, there's some. It. I'm hoping there's some Jacaris. Right? They kind of uh, they kind of previewed it, but uh, uh, sometimes when they show a preview, it's not immediately the next episode, as, they, as they've been hinting. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I haven't seen anything, so you're you're already that, that's it. I'm not watching no more. You spoiled it. Fucking asshole. Um, back to the beers though. This Abel ba- Baker, Tom McDuck. Um, I looked it up. Um. As far as the, the write-up goes, it doesn't really have the... And I'm getting really bad uh, reception here. Hold on, I'm, I'll tr- try it again. Atomic Duck Abel Baker. Um, it's, it is danky, though. It's, it's a West Coast style. It's very floral, danky. Got some resin in there. A um, little bit of pine and a little bit of citrus. Very good um, West Coast style IPA. Yeah, it just says like strong hop character backed up with mild but noticeable malt backbone. Um, it, it is a little sweet though. Uh, so maybe that's where the the malt backbone that they were talking about. But they don't have any listing on what hops are in it. So um, even on the, their own website, I, I checked the Untapped website and the Abel Baker Brewing website and they both have the same write-up. So, you know, what, what can I tell you? can't really tell you what hops are in there i guess it's a trade secret one of those trade secrets so it's it's good though it's really good west coast if you like hoppy bitter danky west coast ipas like i i do i mean that's where i cut my tooth on ipas so it's always nice to go back even though there's a huge profile of hazy ipas these days um it's still nice to go back to the old west coast style so very good beer how's your beer treating you well, as I'm drinking it, this thing is, geez, this is pure German beer right here. Oh, nice. Hey. I know. You. I, I, I rode up uh, on the elevator with a family of German tourists. They were they were funny, man. They were great. <laughs> uh, uh, a man, his wife, and uh, their two daughters. Their daughters were like probably teenagers or something. They were like, they were all tall, man. All, of, all four of them were taller than me. <laughs> Did anyway. you wish them a good wine trip, Hunter? No, but they they told me a uh, happy voyage when they got off on their on their floor. <laughs> it was it was great. Did he say uh, <coughs> in a merry Oktoberfest to you? Oh yeah, <laughs> prost! <laughs> ein prost! Ein prost! I should have been. I don't know what I. I don't know why I didn't think of it. I had to go to the bathroom really bad the, the whole time. I, yeah. <laughs> I was checking in and everything, so um, I wasn't in a, a I wasn't in a jolly mood. Let's put it that way, because I was trying to hold it. All right, so it's super Germany. It is at the same time. It is light and crisp when I'm thinking about it. So it's basically it's got some good European malt up front, and it yeah. finishes nice and clean. Similar to last week's beer. <laughs> wow, the brothers, the brothers, brothers. Hey, you know, wasn't that a, a in living color sketch? The brothers, brothers, yeah, 
Or they made fun of the Smothers Brothers. Oh, they, yeah, yeah, that's right. I was I was trying to figure out if it was the Brothers Brothers. The men on film were the uh, the, the the gay uh, review artists, I guess you can call them. And then who's the Mo Money? The Mo Money were they brothers or no? No, I for, uh, I forgot the name of the, the that uh that sketch. That's yeah, yeah. I, I totally forgot. And then oh yeah, now, now that you brought it up, there was a uh, Keenan and Damon, right? Oh. Yeah, no, that was that, that was the Homeboy Shopping Network. Oh, okay, yeah, there you go. Homeboy Shopping Network. That's right. <laughs> yeah, the Brothers Brothers was the the Keenan and Allen like the no, they were like Uncle Tom's, the whitewash uh, black guys. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so great. Missed that show, man. Good show. Oh yeah, genius. Uh, anyway, all right. So we will rate these beers later on our untapped portion of the show. Don't forget to follow us on Untapped or Cold Brew Podcast and friend us and we'll friend you back. But right now, it's time for the beer news. All right. So the first story comes to us. Um, from TikTok, actually, there's this bartender that's on TikTok and she made a satirical post and she, <laughs> she's a bartender and she's making generalities. It's supposed to be totally, I don't know if it's satirical or you want to call it uh, sarcastic, sardonic, facetious, whatever word you want to choose. But she said that uh, on her, on her post, which went viral, she could predict the type of guy you are by the beer you order. Oh, geez. <laughs> now this is supposed to be a joke, but people <coughs> took her seriously and started getting taking offense to it. Um, so her name's Paige. Uh, her TikTok handle is at Page Pagely Dick Zero, P A I G E L Y D I C K Zero, and uh, she begins by saying, "Is your boyfriend cheating based of his favorite beer? My credentials: I work at a bar." And I've got horrible relation, and I've got horrible relationships, and they all drank something different. So listen up. So she starts off the video with Coors Light. According to Paige, if your guy drinks Coors Light, he's probably a nice guy. Coors Light drinkers are usually sweet, and you have nothing to worry about. On the other hand, he probably flirts with women at the bar and is very cocky. So there you go. <laughs> and here's Bud Light. If your fiance, your husband, your boyfriend, your sneaky link is drinking Bud Light, he's probably gay. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I was cracking up too when I read that. <laughs> After Bud Light is Miller Light. <laughs> if a man orders this type of beer on a date, Paige advises the viewer to marry him. This is the type of man is a cute little country boy who will build you up and never cheat. Now, the most controversial beer is Michelob Ultra. Pate strongly suggests to the man if he drinks this type of beer, quote, as soon as he orders this, get up and leave, she says. This man is full on cheating. It isn't innocent flirting. Wait. Yeah. Wait. This is like, this is like a list story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I knew you were going to say that, but no, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, I just thought it was funny. Uh, Keystone drinkers can be labeled in one word abusive. <laughs> this guy beats you. That's it. Finally, bush light drinkers fall into two different categories, either good or bad. However, the majority are sweethearts, and they're not better than Miller Lite, but they're close. 
uh, video at this time of this writing of this article has been viewed uh, five million times, and um, it is, she even says in the comments is not to be taken seriously. Reminder: This is based off the kinds of people who order this at the bar I work at, or people I know. It's jokes. So <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> it's so hilarious. I think it's hilarious. I have not seen the, the video. I've just read the article, but just based on the article, I I I. I assumed right away it was a fucking joke but then you know halfway through then they talk about how it's a joke but then like some of the comments under it are, are people are like taking it personally oh uh, these days man you can't say nothing right i was just uh, on the way up i was listening to uh i ran out of podcast so i went back to my uh old the old wtf with mark Marin, and he had Whit- whitney cummings on there it was a good. It was a good talk. It was a really good talk. She has a new uh, Netflix. That's why she's on there. New Netflix special, uh, just called "It's Jokes," and she called it that because Mark Marin kind of gave her a backhanded compliment the last time she was on there, like 10, 12, 11 years ago, uh, whatever it was. That she just she, all she tells is jokes. Where you know, like Mark and and a, a few others, they tell stories, you know, about their personal life that are funny. But she's just up there, you know. She's She's a roaster. Like she's really good on those uh, Comedy Central roasts. I know you've seen those, right? Yeah. Uh, what, what's your opinion on Whitney Cummings? You you like her? Don't like her? No opinion. Okay, I like her. I think she's good. Mm-hmm. But Joe Rogan like tries to put her over like she's you know the second coming of Richard Pryor. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, they they talked about her her Joe Rogan uh, appearance, her latest appearance on Joe. Yeah, and and don't get me wrong, I, I I get it. I get it. They're friends, and and uh, that's what friends should do. However, I mean the the stand up comedy. I mean, she yes, she could do it. She's a great comedian. However, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if there was a, a list of people I could see, she's far from my first choice or second. Oh yeah, if you're talking about like uh, stand up um, comedians, uh, female comedians. I'd rather see like Nikki Glazer or uh, shit. I, I think Tina Fey's funnier. She doesn't do stand up, but when she did um, the Weekend Update, that's kind of like stand up. She was fucking hilarious. Right. No, but, but well, let me go. Let me go back a little bit though. But, but I, I'm not just talking about women stand up comedians. I'm oh, just talking okay. about all comedians. All right. However, just because she's not my first or second choice doesn't mean she's at the bottom. I mean, yeah, she's definitely. Well above average. However, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's for my cup of tea. I mean, and, and you know, she does great jokes. And I mean, there's again, there's a lot of there's a lot of funny ladies out there in the creative space. And yeah. uh, like, I feel bad her sitcom didn't work. I saw what they were doing. Like, I, I watched a few episodes of it. I saw what she was trying to do, and I don't think she. It's almost like she was ahead of her time for that. Yeah, as crazy as it sounds. No, no. I, I, uh, I, I think she's a better yeah, writer yeah. than an than an actor, though. That's there you a, go, too. Like, like she wasn't she wasn't the best on uh, artistically pro- conveying it, you know, yeah. versus you know, uh, you know, set, you know, premise setup punch, you know, that's that stuff. Yeah, exactly. She's uh, she's funny on the stage, but not in front of the camera. And she's better right. as as a writer than a than an actor, though. But I'm just saying. But but she she gets a lot of like hate. She gets a lot of hate for uh, 
just for just for, for being out there, just for doing it. I, and I don't get it either. And they talk about it on Mark Marin. But anyway, where were you? Yeah. Where were we going with this? <laughs> I forgot why I brought her up. I don't know. You're saying you're listening to podcasts and stuff. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. I kind of ran out of podcasts. I got to find another one. Oh. Oh, but uh, uh, Bill Simmons is back though. Yeah, Bill Simmons is back. Uh, Pat McAfee left XM, so I can only listen to him on podcast now. Oh really? Oh okay. Yeah, uh, Bill Simmons took a five-week hiatus and he came back, uh, and he had a great episode just recently with uh, Ryan Wasillo talking about the the Devin Mitchell trade, and then the second half was with uh, Cousin Sal. Dude, that guy is so fucking great, man. He never misses a beat. I I really should listen to his podcast because he's so funny. But I just like the way he, <laughs> he he's always like he antagonizes Bill all the time, and it's so fucking funny, man. So they they did their their AFC overs and unders, and on Sunday they're gonna do their NFC overs and unders. So um, I'll have something to listen to on on the on the drive home. Anyway, I'm trying to stall because my phone is still building the last story, the second story. I only have a second story. Um, it's about a uh, the most expensive beer ever bought, and it was just it just happened recently. Oh really? Even more expensive than that one over at Atomic Liquor or whatever? Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. An Australian man spends $100,000 on the most expensive beer in the world. What's the most expensive huh? beer you ever bought? Uh, I think one of those Goose Islands was like 55 bucks. Yeah, I think that that Goose Island Rare that I bought like in, back in 2017 or 18 was about... At that time, it was like 45 or 50 bucks. I think that was... And I bought fucking three of them. <laughs> what the fuck was I thinking? Or two of them. I forgot about the limit. I bought the limit. Man, I was so stupid. Um, I wish I had that money back. <laughs> so I could buy more beer, though. Right. You buy different beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we've all experienced the anxiety of checking <coughs> our expenditures after a night out and seeing the ungodly sums of money we spend on booze. I was just talking with a friend lately, and I was telling her how I, the one time I bought like some beer, and it was like 150 bucks, and it was running... Rung up at the at the counter. I hadn't paid for it yet. I could have said, you know, put this one and this one back, but I felt embarrassed to say put it back. So I just ended up buying it anyway. Have you have you ever had that experience buying booze? Like, ooh, it's a little bit more than I want to do, but I don't want to tell them to put it back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good. I'm not the only one. Then good. Good. You made me feel better. Um. So you can imagine how Peter Lelor, Lelor, Lelor must have felt when he saw the. Now this is Australian dollars, ninety nine thousand nine hundred eighty three point six four, no longer in his account. Unlike the self inflicted financial damage of most of us create at the pub, this particular transaction was the result of a mistake by the bartender at a Manchester brand of the Malmason of the Malmason. Laylor cricket winner, cricket writer ha- had been staying at the hotel ahead of a match back in two thousand nineteen and bought a. Doucher's IPA at the bar, which was supposed to cost £5.50. However, alarm bells started to go off when he went to pay. Taking to Twitter at the time, Laylor wrote, I didn't have my reading glasses when she presented me with a bill for the beer. And when she had some of the problems with the machine, I didn't think much of it. But it was eventually resolved. I said I didn't want a receipt when she went to leave. Something, however, made me ask, how much did I pay for that beer? 
You know, I read about this, uh, like it, it, this happened a few months ago and I remember seeing, uh, seeing it, but I just didn't, uh, it didn't register as, as, um, being anything noteworthy. And then when I read it this time, I'm like, holy shit. Like if I was at a bar and I just got a couple beers and something, and there was like too many numerals, who cares if you didn't have your reading glasses? Or if you, if you, you could see how many numerals are on there, right? Uh, you should be able to. Yeah, unless you're seeing double, then like maybe he was, maybe he thought he was seeing double, and instead he's seeing four uh, figures. He was see, oh, oh, I see eight figures now. That just must be because uh, I'm drunk. Anyway, so he, he got resolved. He got his money back. But what I was gonna ask you is, uh, what's the the most you've ever tipped at a bar, like percentage wise? Do you know? Have you ever gone like way over because you like you know the person or because it was the greatest service you ever had? But like, what kind of a uh, what kind of oh, tip yeah. are you? Yeah, yeah. Like especially if I get the hookup, mm-hmm. you know, I I tip I tip generous. Especially back in the day when I went to this nightclub uh, downtown, mm-hmm. uh, we used to, you know the bartender used to hook us up crazy, and I would pretty much tip her more than like we uh we actually paid in drinks you know what I mean yeah because you pay like maybe the actual the actual like cost of all the drinks you 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 paid then most of it was tip right exactly yeah yeah I've done that too in fact this last time um I won't say who it is because I don't want to get them in trouble case someone who knows uh listen to the show but um like I I think me and, and a couple people drank like six or seven beers and the bill was like 20 bucks yeah <laughs> right and i'm like well that, that's not right and so then i ended up giving her like 50 bucks so like it was like a 30 dollar oh, yeah. like 150 percent tip because I, right. I i treat my bartenders my beer tenders that i know i treat them well because they treat me well exactly and i don't expect it if they if it happens it happens you know and I'm sure you get it too. Well, I know you don't go out as you as often as you used to, but um, when people when when servers treat you well, it's because you're pretty much a good person. And I think if you were a dick, she would not have treated you and your friends that way, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then so, too, uh, yeah. it's like you know, and if it happened one night and not the next, I ain't tripping. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, because you you never ask for it; they just give it to you, right? Right. Yeah. And that's the way it's. And, and I get it. I get it because maybe, like, their manager is watching them, or maybe, you know, they, they, uh, the whole, you know, the whole place was like, wait a minute, you know, guys, the, the toes are kind of short last mm-hmm. weekend. What's going on? That, that type of, you know, you, you never know. You never know what, what the, what type of, uh, you know, uh, staff meetings, or I don't know if it's a whole meeting, but, you know, you never know what's coming down, uh, from up above uh, on someone else's job exactly because you don't work there yeah yep totally agree man totally agreed so tip for all you out there i'm sure a lot of our listeners probably do the same it just seems like those who don't like get viral uh posts on social media because they're just like dicks and assholes right but there's probably a lot lot more great people out there than than the dicks (laughs) and assholes yeah, that's the thing. Say you go out and you whatever, and they totally hook you up, and and you give them a great tip, and then the next time they don't. I mean, I, 
I would tip them nicely, but I don't. I don't think that the hookup tip would come through. You know, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if they have to like charge you full price, cool. I'll give you like twenty five percent or something. Right. Yep. But yeah. But when my friends uh, treat me nice, I I treat them nice. So and and they get it. They get it. It's a game. They know. Yeah. All right. Um. That's all I have for the beer news this week. So you know what that <coughs> means, right? Yeah. It's my favorite part of the show. It's time for the cold brew list. As we proceed, so let me ask you this. Hmm. Where are you right now? <laughs> uh, I am in a room. What city are you in right oh, now? Oh, I'm in Las Vegas, Nevada. Sin City. Well, I switched up and made a uh, found an impromptu list story. Ooh, you called the audible? Yes. Omaha? The 19 most essential craft breweries in Las Vegas. Ooh, okay. All right. I hope uh, Abel Baker is on one of them, or or is one of them. Yes. All right. Well, we shall see. Now, they're not ranked. They're just the 19. Okay. All right. So, on this list is Las Vegas Brewing Company. (laughs) You know... It always seems like the brewing company that assumes the name of the city that they're in. And this is just from pers- personal perspective and experiences. Yeah. They, they tend to run out. They, they, they don't last. Mm. That, but that's just like me. Say. Yeah, that's just me. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, number, the, or the next one is North 5th Brewing Company. North 5th? Okay. Uh, there's write-ups about them. I'm not going to get too much into it because yeah, it, it's 19. Don't... Yeah, who cares? I'm not sure to say this one, but I'll just say it. HUDL Brewing Company. Uh, I've never, you know, and I get the caveat. There's 9,000 breweries out there in the U.S., so I'm not going to know all of them. But hey, I have not heard of that one. Uh, uh next trustworthy brewing company. Oh shit! That isn't that uh, Jack Colton's middle name. Uh, Burton. No, Jack T. Colton. Oh, oh, uh, reminds me of the stone. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I was thinking of Big uh, Trouble. Yeah, right. Hey, those guys are great, man. Like the, the we don't have an equal these days for for Russell and Mike Douglas. I know they're still around, but I'm talking about the, their younger selves. Uh, yeah, character-wise. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, that'd be cool if that'd be cool if Romancing the Stone and uh, Big Trouble in China were in the same world. Ooh, shit, man! That would be cool. That would be, and they did like a <laughs> a, a team ro- up, yeah. <laughs> Romancing the Stone in Little China. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Next. Ooh, and. Danny DeVito's character is Frank Reynolds. Oh, this shit, right dude. Anyway, so I started blasting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that meme, man. <laughs> it's been popping up more and more. It's so fucking funny. All right. Next up, Nevada Brewers. Oh, you know, I have heard of them, but I don't know where they're out of, but good for them. Are you 
Are you at the with the room service menu looking to see if there's any of these beers on there? <laughs> <laughs> no, they, all they have is little bistro downstairs. They serve like like breakfast foods and stuff and sandwiches. They don't have beer. Hey, you, you know, okay, real quick, you know, be funny because it's Vegas. <laughs> is uh, you know how like the, the the TVs have interactive channels and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So that'd be funny if uh, you put it on a channel that's like. The beer menu at, at the beer house in the lobby. You guys, dude. Remember Monte Carlo? You said their own brewery. Yeah. Yeah, and you can get giraffes. Well, what, if, what if you can get a giraffe sent up to your room? Oh, geez, it'd be over. <laughs> when I was down in, in downtown Vegas, in old old town Vegas, uh, Main Street uh, Casino, it said Casino Brewery Restaurant or something like that, or Casino Brewery uh, Hotel. Like, it actually said brewery on there. I'm like, oh, shit, maybe I should check that out. But I'm like, nah, I'm going to go to Able Baker. So keep going. You know, business model-wise, though, is that smart, though, to, to serve people that much beer up in their room? Don't you want them downstairs, like, spending more money? You're right. You're, but, dude, who stays in their room, like, the whole time, except for maybe someone like me? I'm, I'm going to brew dog, and then I'm going back to my room. But I, I get what you're saying, yeah. You you want them downstairs with all the, the lights and the sounds and everything, because... Man, Vegas. If, yeah, if if I hadn't already pulled out my ATM limit, I I might be pulling out some more and, and just throwing some in a, you know what do you call it in a slot machine. But because of the the bets we did, like I I, I pulled out my limit and kind of glad I did because I don't I don't have that temptation right now. Uh, all, right, all right. So yeah. next is Craft House Brewery. Then, ooh, this one on the—I recognize this one on the list. You will too. Mm. Tanaya Creek. Oh yeah, that might have been the first uh, craft brewery, Nevada craft brewery I've ever had. Oh, okay, yeah, and uh, like yeah, well known because uh, they've had some like award winners or, or notable beers, right? Yeah, and that's the one that Brew Dog teamed up with to, to brew that beer that's <coughs> in the bottle in at Atomic Liquors. If I remember correct, if I remember the episode correctly, anyway. There you go. Oh, I like this name, Banger Brewing. <laughs> Banger's a mesh. Yeah. Banger's good. It's uh, it's on free much. <laughs> oh, okay, so it's over, over downtown. Yeah, I remember this one, Love Lady Brewing Company. Oh, I don't remember that one at all. Good name, though. Uh, I think uh, last time I went to Vegas, uh, I had some beers from them. Okay. I'm, I'm, when oh, I go, I'll, I'll make I'll make more notes with with my beer, with yeah. my beering. That's that's when you and uh, the engineer went, right? When you had the in November, I think you had like something planned or something like that. You had to you no, had to put it. We off. went in April. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I I forgot what a month it was, but you guys had a uh yeah you, you had to to spend your voucher before it expired or something like that, right? Oh, that was a that was a long trip. That was a different trip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. 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 You, you guys go on a lot of trips. Real, real quick. Okay. Yeah, we had a voucher trip, and and oh, then we had a credit trip. That was it. Oh, okay. All right. I just got him confused. And then this trip, um, my wife just on uh just so you people like know uh it was on uh Instagram like it was a Southwest uh deal mm. and what. Like our our flight, like round trip is is under a hundred each. Hmm. All right. But 
But I think we're going during the middle of the week, so that's just a, a different animal altogether. But yeah, right. Okay, where was I? Oh, next is what's an interesting name? Bad Beat Brewing. Ooh, yeah, that that's a great name, but especially for Vegas. Right. That that has to do with the uh, poker. That's a poker uh, term, right? I guess. The bad beat. That's when like uh, you you're going for that that river that river card, and you think you have it, and then someone has the nuts, and they just fucking beat you, and they take all your money. That's a that's a bad beat. All right. I get it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Next is Big Dogs Brewing Company. Oh yeah, I've heard of Big Dogs. I haven't I've never tried any of the beers, but I heard of them. Uh, next is Hop Nuts Brewing. <laughs> you got the nuts? I got the nuts. Well, this is an interesting one. The Chicago Brewing Company. <laughs> 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 hey, you know what? To to avoid the curse of naming the brewery after this a city. Name it yeah. in a different city. There you go. <laughs> a lot of transplants down here, man. A lot of transplants in Arizona from, from Chicago. Here you go. The Ellis Island Hotel, Casino, and Brewery. Gee, I wonder where that's at. <laughs> it's got to be at New York, New York, right? No, it's a block off the strip at the Ellis Island Hotel. No. Oh, well, I wonder if they, they the whoever owns New York, New York made it that you know what I mean it's kind of like a, a like a like the offshoot like M- the MGM has the park you know what I mean well MGM owns New York oh they do alright well then they own Ellis Island too probably oh here's one the Abel Baker Brewing Company mm, where have I heard that one before I don't know, but you know where they got the name Abel Baker from? You know what? I do not know. Abel and Baker were the first two nuclear bombs dropped in the desert. Oh, okay. So that was the name of the, the game. Oh, I, wonder, I wonder why Baker. I, I, I get the Abel part. Maybe it was a homage to uh, the biblical names. Cain and Abel. No, I think it's kind of like uh, just a, a name with an A and a name with a B. Yeah, but why not Adam? Uh, <laughs> and then it, it that's just... another bomb on another mission, all right? <laughs> no. Okay, uh, what Josie? Um, no, not Josie. Uh, just Joe, right? Josie was I the uh, yeah, Josie was the what do you call it? the uh, the the, <laughs> the little person? What the fuck? How many beers have you had? Uh, enough. Yeah, we grew up in a different time. Thank you very much. All right, next. Um, no, you know what? I just saw the the episode of Seinfeld where the, George calls Mickey uh, a midget. Really? And what did Mickey do? Yeah, he's like, a little person. You know, correct. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Like begrudgingly. It, it, that's that's about the time it started. Like when <laughs> when little people wanted to be called little people, not midgets. Right. But a little person call another little person midget, though. I believe so. Yeah. What up, my midget? All right. What's All right. next? Next is Mojave Brewing Company. 
What? That's in Nevada? That should be in California. You think so? <laughs> they're another. They don't want to name the. They want to name the brewery of the city that they're not in. Right. I like the name of this one. Neon Desert Brewing. Oh, I like that, that too, up. man. Yeah, that's a great name. Uh, next is Astronomy Aleworks. Okay, I get, I get that. You go out in the desert, you can see, you can actually see the Milky Way. And then, um, Scenic Brewing Company. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just going and, off the name, not off the beers. The beers might be great, but the, the name's okay. Not bad. And that actually concludes this list. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait in on a sour note, but it, you didn't make the list. You're just reading it off. And it's not ranking. It's just people right. who made the list. Right, 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 right. They, you know, I've, I've only had a few of them. Just, I know, Abel Baker and um, Tanaya Creek. Sin City Brewing, I think, was made by the guy who came from uh, Gordon Beers, but that I th- they're, no, they're no longer around. So I'm, I know they folded like one or two years ago. So that's why they're not on the list. Mm. Yeah, this is a recent list. Very recent, 2022. All right, so uh, how's your beer treating you, man? Good, gone. Yeah, yeah, mine, mine is too. We better hurry up and uh, um, finish this so we can, uh, so I can go over to Brew Dog and check it out because I need to eat. I haven't eaten since breakfast. I bought some snacks for the road, but you know how that goes. Just uh, I just bought a a pack of uh. They didn't have the Gardettos, so I have to get the, the, the Chex Mix style of Gardettos. And it's okay. It just has those cereal puffs that they use in Chex. And it, it loses the uh, the novelty after a while. I'll just say that. I need I need those pretzels in there, man. All right. Um, we're going to untap our beers right now. So just go to Untapped and check us out. Cold Brew Podcast. And what did you have again? I know it's Brothers, right? Was it Big Brothers? Big Brothers, Blue Brothers, Barrel Brothers, Barrel Brothers. That, you didn't let me. You didn't let me say one more. I would have said Barrel Brothers, man. Barrel huh? <laughs> Brothers. Man, there it is, brother, uh, out of Windsor, California. Um, what did you have by Barrel Brothers? I had their uh, Life is Pain. That's right. Life is Pain. I, I forgot. I'm glad you remember because I forgot. Huh. Hold on. I got I to gotta look it up again. Um, ah, here it is. Hell's Lager, 5%. Well, uh, none of our friends have rated it. Um, you know what? In fact, it's so new, it does not have a rating yet because as you and I both well know, they need 10 check-ins before they give it an average so right. you're gonna be the eighth person, so you're you're gonna help set the bar. What do you want to rate this beer at? Remember that in the back of your head when you're rating it. What do you want? What do you want to rate it? Um, I'm gonna give this one a four, dude. Yes. All right. Good. It, it, dude, I was about to go off on you if you rated less than four. Just <laughs> I don't know why. Just just for the comedy's sake. But what notes would you like to leave on it? Multi crisp and clean. I mean, this is. Really good combo. Yeah. Really easy drinker. Yeah. 
And, okay, multi, crisp, and clean. Save, check in, and oh, we unlocked the badge. Riding steady, level eight. Want to enjoy a day of brews, but need to keep your wife, your your wife's, your wits sharp. <laughs> there are plenty of delicious brews under five percent for you to sip on throughout the day. That's forty different beers with an ABV of five percent and lower. Try five more for level nine. Sounds like a challenge to me. So I have Atomic Duck. The Duck of Death. Remember, you remember what movie that's from? The Duck of Death? Uh, Unforgiven. Yes, nice. Dude, that's such a great fucking Western, man. <laughs> oh my God, Did I love you, that. That was on every Watchables the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a couple months ago, right? I Maybe mean, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, okay. I, I dude, it's one of even even before that on the rewatchables episode just reinforced what I already believed that might be one of my the best westerns ever made and it's definitely my favorite western ever made because it came out like right when I was like you know into movies and shit you know and so yeah Clint Eastwood who we I I don't did you ever watch a Western that Clint Eastwood was in, like in the 70s and 80s, like Outlaw Josie Wales and The Pale Rider? Did you ever watch any of those? I saw some of them. Okay. <laughs> but like, I mean, like as in parts of them. I never watched them until after I saw Unforgiven. I knew of them, but I didn't watch them until after Unforgiven. That's how much I liked Unforgiven, and I just wanted to go back and, and see the history of, of Clint Eastwood and how badass Western he was. But uh, yeah, Unforgiven. Oh my God, dude. Such a great movie, dude. And I love the. My favorite scene is, is towards the end. Spoiler alert. Um, when they're in the bar and Clint Eastwood like shoots everyone. And he's about to. Sh he's he's pointing the gun at Clint, uh, Gene Hackman. And he goes, I don't deserve this. And he goes, deserve has nothing to do with this. And then he shoots him. Fuck, man. What a great fucking. That that fucking that deserves got nothing to do with this. Great quote, man. Great quote. Oh, and you know another. Yeah. Uh, what, he was a what? One more, one more before you before you go on your thought. Um, another one of my favorite quotes is when he said, uh, "Funny thing about killing a man, you take away all he is, all he ever was, and all he ever will be." That's hardcore, right there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what was your thought? I'm sorry, I cut you off. Yeah, you know, I just, I just thought it was a great movie, uh, and like the whole, I guess, it really introduced me to what a western is. You know, there, mm. there's, there's action coming, but like this, the story behind it, the slow roll, basically, and just huge payoff. Uh, I, I get why what the western genre was huge. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you know, and and just watching these like these modern prestige TV shows, and we talked about it, uh, you know, at length uh, with Boba and, and especially the Mandalorian. They have a, like a Western feel to them, and if you don't have that background, you might not even see that. You might not pick up those nuances, right? Right. So great. No, man. I get that. All right, so uh, let's get back to the beer because <laughs> going off on the. Uh, Big old tangents right now. Uh, so mine is uh, Atomic Duck by Abel Baker Brewing. The aforementioned Abel Baker Brewing. 
Um, so I type in Atomic Duck to untapped. Okay, it, it's just taking a while because the, <laughs> the first hit was Ballast Points uh, Victory at Sea. Like, how? How? Hey, real quick. I'm sorry. Where did you get that beer? Did you just go down to the lobby or, or what? Oh, no, no. I, I stopped at Abel Baker Brewing. Uh, for those of you who follow oh. us on Instagram, I, I posted uh, a picture of me at Abel. Oh, not me. Uh, my flight. My flight board. Um, today. So, yeah. I went there and, and they I asked which beers they have for sale like to go. And that was that was one of them. I'm like, you know what? Give me that one. That's that's your flagship. Give it to me. Uh, I, I like this one. I'm gonna give it a four. It has an overall rating of three point seven six. Uh, two of our friends have rated it for an average of four point one three. Uh, Chris Hughes gave it a four point zero, and Hefe gave it a four point two five. So I'm more along the lines of Chris Hughes, but it's it's really not that. That's very negligible. Unless you're one of those weirdos who could do a 4.10. Uh, 4.0. And I'm going to say it is um, floral, danky, and... But it, I, it's a little sweet. I, I, I got a little sweetness on it. So I'm going to give it the sweetness check-in. All right. So... Something new I want to add to the show because we, we talked about uh, this guy before. Uh, love his quotes. Yogi Berra, the old um, Major League Baseball player. Ugly motherfucker, but, <laughs> but so fucking great when it comes to the quotes and the anything. And so he has a book. It's called The Yogi Book. And he wrote it. Um, he talks about, and he has like a lot of people who, who contributed, like who knew him throughout his years and his. It, his idiosyncrasies and everything so i thought it'd be fun just to go through and uh talk about his quotes because i think the one quote I've, I've said a couple times on the show is the one where you went to a pizza parlor and they bring the pie to your your table and they ask if you want four or eight cuts and he told the person ah, just four because i don't think i could eat eight it's, <laughs> it's one of my favorites i hope it's in here i have not previewed this all I'm doing is going from page one and and going all the way through. So here's the first one, cause uh, let's see here, cause uh, I figured like there's gonna be some good, there's gonna be some bad. So let's just go through them. All right, here we go. Um, here's the quote: I really didn't say everything I said. <laughs> me too, me too. Right. Uh, this comment, and then he, and then he, he gives a comment about his his quotes, and and then sometimes he'll have someone else give a comment on the quotes. But here is uh, his two comments on the quote. This was a comment I made when someone asked me about quotes that I didn't think I said. Then again, I might have said them, but you never know. And making speeches isn't for me. I'd rather the audience just ask me questions. So that's page one. Ed. Uh, technically, it's page 21 because he has a lot of uh, um, people who wrote things like submissions about Yogi Berra and people who knew him like Ralph Terry, Bob Turley, Tony Kubek, Dave Anderson, Joe Graziola, Tim Carver, Billy Crystal, and uh, uh, Larry Tim and Dale Berry, his, uh, his kids. So I, I, I think it's I just think it's funny. I think it's going to be a good bit. Um, 
there's going to be some good stuff that comes out of this. I, I'm not going to preview it because I just want to be surprised by some of the shit he said. <laughs> right. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on. Let's move on to Hot D. I know something you like is Hot D, right? Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, we're going long on this one. We're going long on this one. So we're talking about uh, House of the Dragon. That's the new HBO. We talked about the a little bit about the episode one. Episode two, man. What was your overall view of episode two? Well, episode two already took a uh, uh, a huge, uh, I guess, twist from uh, the Game of Thrones uh, series, as in uh, from between episode one and two, there was a huge time jump. There was like six months. Which, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm glad they, you brought they, that up. They they uh, they they covered uh, or they, they they addressed, and um, you know, <laughs> it's weird that that you know they. they they said the girl's the heir, but yet she's still filling cups of wine as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rhaenyra? 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 Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. Yeah. And then Rhaenys is the uh, her her cousin that has like a similar name or mm-hmm. her aunt, I guess. Whatever, however you want to uh, slice up their relationship. Um, so, yeah, just that. And then... Um, Damon, uh, Damon refusing going, going, refusing to go back to the Vale to his wife. Instead, he takes over Dragonstone. Uh, that's an interesting setup. And that pirate guy uh, still controlling the Stepstones. That's getting built up. Oh, um, the the, the, the crab dude. What's it? What do they call him? Yeah. The crab feeder. Oh my god, dude! That was the opening scene. That was so fucking. Yeah. It was hard to watch, man. Watching those people uh, like chained to, to posts uh, near the shore and crabs like just eating them alive. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude, it's so wrong. Yeah, that's an interesting method of uh, of uh, of treating your. Enemy. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they they treated their enemies that way, right? They they didn't like. Right. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is like, I, I don't know why House Valerian needs the king's position or permission to use his navy to, to eliminate this guy. You know what I'm saying? Because the Stepstones is not part of his sovereignty. So what's the point? Or what's the what's the big deal? No, oh, yeah, I, you know, you know about, more about this than I. So I never, yeah. I, I, I didn't see that. And so are you talking about uh, Corliss, right? Yeah, Corliss Valerian. And Corlys, and that was, dude, that that bothered me so much on this episode because Corlys and his Corlys offered up his daughter to be the new yeah. queen to marry uh, Valerius, who is the the king of the Iron Throne, right? And Varys, Var- okay, um, Varys, sorry. Um, and she turns out to be like a twelve year old girl. I'm like, oh my god, my like my, in real life, my daughter's eleven. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> And it just looks so wrong. He's like a full grown. He's like our age. Like he's like in his. He's got to be in his like thirties or forties, right? Yeah, I think the actor's in his forties, but the character's supposed to be in his thirties. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's like you know, this guy lived three lifetimes of of this young of the proposed yeah. um, girl who's going to be his wife. And what really like fucked it up was like he asked, "What does your mom say about this?" And he, and she goes that i shouldn't bed you until you're until i'm 14 i'm like fuck. 
I know it's a different age, it's a different story, different thing. I'm like, it just made it so cringy. Yeah, it did. That's a, that's an interesting uh, dialogue to have. Right. It was just it was weird because they t- kept talking about it, and then they when they finally put them together, it was like, oh yeah. my god, this is you know this is a full grown man, this is a little little child. Yeah. But real quick, a uh, little well. It's not a spoiler because everything's written out. But mm-hmm. She asked him about that. The shoot, I can't think of the name now. I think it's Valeris. It's the biggest dragon that's roaming the Seven Kingdoms somewhere. Yeah. That 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 young girl ends up uh, being uh, the the next dragon rider on that on that one. Ooh, all right, wow. Yeah, so she gets one of the most powerful. Well, that's if they follow what's written out. So she, yeah. She eventually becomes uh, the writer of one of the most powerful dragons, you know, at the time. And and dragons are, they choose uh, the writers. The writers don't choose the dragons, right? If I'm if I remember correctly. Uh, a little bit of both, because uh, the existing king right mm-hmm. now he he, uh, he was the last dragon writer of uh, Balerion the Black Dread, which is the legendary dragon that took over Westeros. Yeah, the the badass dragon of all time. Right. And uh, that was Agor the Conqueror's dragon. And uh, what you got, like, Valerian had a sense where, like, he realized who was in charge and it would allow the, the, the king to write to, uh, to write on him. However, I'm not sure if, like, Megor the Cruel ever, ever rode that dragon. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? And, and they do something, and they, they did it on this show because, or on this episode, because they they go to confront um Damon, right and bring the egg back because the egg is supposed to the dragon egg they put it in the crib of of a baby and they, aren't they supposed to like imprint on each other yeah that's the thing that they they, they try to bond asap like mm-hmm. you know during during the birth yeah and that, and that was the weird thing is is uh uh rhaenyra goes and it confronts Damon. To get the egg back, yeah. because he sent Sir Otto. Now, real quick, just just on a little side thing, how come in the uh, Song of Ice and Fire, whatever you want to call it, the Sirs are not S I R, but they're S E R? Is it just a George R R Martin thing that he wanted to do, or is it a? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a creative liberty, if you will. Okay, all right, all right. Anyway, so. Um, yeah, they 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 send Sir Otto out there to because Sir Otto said don't 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 fall for the bait. Something's going on. They, he tells uh, the king not to go out there, and then so he goes out there to to bend the aid back. Of course, Damon's not going to do it. But then here comes uh, um, Rhaenyra on her dragon and gets it back because he calls out of all, all of his he calls her uncle's own bullshit, right? Right. And then he gets the egg, she gets the egg back, so she's badass. Um, I and I, I'm still not sold on her. Um, I, I don't know, I don't know what it is about her that I just don't, I, I just don't like. Uh, how do you feel about her, like as far as character wise? I, I get that. I I think people look at her and want to see uh, the nearest Targaryen. Yeah, they, they think that she's that. You know, she's that. Uh, era's version of her Mm -hmm. and um you know she was by the end of the series she was kind of uh polarizing you know what i mean either you love the police or you or you hated the show you know it's kind of like 
there's no in between. So you, there's a new show, and you give her the benefit of the doubt, and then you see this girl, and you're like, oh, we've seen her before, you know? Right. No, so, uh, but her, her story gets gets interesting, and, and everything's going to pick up, and I don't know if you know, but there's a time jump where she, she's not going to be on the show anymore, but her character is just an older version of her. Yeah, you know, when when I go to IMDb and, and look up stuff, I'm like, oh, this is a different actor with uh, the same name. So I, I get it. And even like Allison, <laughs> Allison the uh, the queen to be yeah. is is quoted as queen or young queen Allison. Yeah. So there's going to be a big time jump uh, during the series. I, I get that. Even this the season, actually. Um, right. And and speaking of Allison, I, I did not see that coming, to, to be honest. I thought the the king, just because given the 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 ancestral nature of the family, I thought he was going to yeah. name his own daughter as the queen. Uh. Which I, which would have been cringy, but it would have kept in line. But I guess they don't do generational ancestry. It's more like the same generation, right? It seems that way, yeah. Yeah. So then that made sense that he chose Allison, but that means Serato's like no. It, Allison knows what she's doing. She's she's no dummy. Now, do you think? Right. And by the end, do you do you feel that? Uh, what what's her name? Rhaenyra. I keep forgetting yeah. her name. Rhaenyra is felt like slighted by Allison. Oh yeah, she was hurt because okay. they, they were close friends and like the whole she got her to pray with her and stuff like that. It's like mm -hmm. if, if you're doing that, you should be able, she should be telling her like you know I like kind of console your dad or this or that, but. A thing too it, in the original writing is uh, that Allison is actually a little bit older than uh, Rhaenyra. So, okay. uh, like a yeah, couple years? They seem kind of close in age right now, yeah. And the other thing is that Allison, she actually took care of uh, Varys's, uh, the, the king's dad, the, the guy who had mm. the council and all that, the very mm -hmm. first team. Like, oh, yeah. She, she was basically like, his uh his caretaker before he died you know oh okay very interesting i wonder uh, I, I don't know if you know or if you've read anything if if allison um gives uh gives the king a boy or not so I, i'm very oh, interested yeah. if oh, that yeah. happens they they showed it in the previous oh they did oh you blew it for me i'm not gonna watch it no more Fuck it. yeah, yeah you'll, you'll see him tonight <laughs> okay I, i'm not gonna watch this now i'll probably watch it uh on on tuesday <laughs> And uh, all right, so this this series is starting to it's starting to pull me in a little bit, a little bit more. I don't know which character I like the most yet. I I, I don't I don't know. I, I don't have a character I'm gravitating towards, but I'm I'm getting the story now just by watching it and talking with you. And then I watched the for episode two, I watched the nerds what they talked about it, and so it's starting to make sense now. I guess maybe the first one it just it like what the fuck like all new characters and you know. Just, just didn't know how everyone really uh, um, related with each other. Right. But I'm, I'm getting it now. Oh. Real quick, real quick, uh, just uh, before we before we sign off, I know we're going a little bit longer than usual, but um, did you uh, did you get your sizing uh, for our cousin's wedding yet? Uh, I did. Okay, how'd that go? Uh, they they told me I, I was too good looking. I, I have to wear a t-shirt. <laughs> All right, good, very good. <laughs> I haven't got yet. I'm probably gonna go on, on Tuesday. I've done it before. I know I know, I know the, the 
the deal. I know how to do it. So, uh, all right, cool, man. Um, all right, anything else you'd like to add to this episode? Uh, no, but just football's back. So, yes. uh, oh, can't wait. I know Thursday. Here we go. Yeah, let's get it on. Hmm. All right, thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew Podcast. I am Greg, he is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we'd like to wish you cheers. Until next time. Take.